Hi, this is Paul, and welcome back to the Divided Families podcast. Eugene and I just wanted to do a very quick episode, given that it is the week of action for the Value Our Families campaign, which we discussed in our latest episode with Megan Essahed from Asian Americans Advancing Justice, AJC. And this is an especially timely occasion for us uh, to stand in solidarity in protecting immigrant and refugee families. Uh, So Eugene and I just wanted to take a few minutes uh, today to really lay out the key points in uh, what's at stake here and also very importantly share with you and all of us what we can do concretely uh, to move these issues forward. Yeah, basically... We, I mean, while we did the interview with Megan and we know about Value Our Families, we didn't know about this week of action until like last night, you know, a couple of days ago. Um, so this is kind of a last minute effort to boil everything down really quickly for listeners who might be interested in how to take action. I mean, we always talk about taking action. Um, this is, you know, the week of action. We finally have a set of guidelines to go through. And the reason that we're kind of doing this really, really quickly at the last minute is because this week of action ends. As we're recording this, it ends tomorrow. So it's today and tomorrow are the last days. I hope to get this up as soon as possible. But you can still follow the steps anytime you want after the week of action. So um, if you are listening to this, you know, next week or something, you can still do everything. Um, These problems don't go away. So, I mean, do you want to just walk us through the three key points and... I guess, oh, the last thing I'll say before I let you do the three points is um, you can find this at valueourfamilies.org slash week of action. We'll post something in the description and also on our Instagram and social media. So you can find information there. And it's actually a lot of information. So we're going to try to do our best to boil everything down for you, uh, walk you through the steps. So uh, if you want to just go through three points. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think why we want to highlight this is because... Of course, our podcast, this project is grounded in sharing stories of family separation, Um, but these are some of the key policy principles and policy asks that we hope all of us can take and all of us could share with, uh, of course, our friends and family, but also our local representatives. Uh, So the first one is, it seems kind of like a no-brainer, but it needs to be said time and time again, is protecting immigrants and refugees during the pandemic including things like providing free COVID testing and treatment for everyone, including emergency Medicaid covering, and just making sure that no immigrants and refugees slip under the cracks. I think this is especially relevant uh, just as we heard from from Olamide, also how many immigrants and refugees as well are at the front lines uh, working on this pandemic. The Second major policy ask is defunding hate, which I think we can discuss a little bit just because it's been such a common theme and motif in uh, our last couple of episodes. But um, how I understood it is part of this asking our representatives, asking Congress to cut funding to Customs and Border Protection, CBP, and uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, which uh, have played a significant role in... um, in basically holding up systemic racism and police brutality. And I I think, uh, Eugene, I'm curious to hear what you think, but I 
am again reminded of just how insidious uh, these systems can be. Just this past week when, you know, ICE made this announcement of blocking uh, F1 student visas to, uh, you know, international students, which is a whole nother issue. But again, just a reminder to me of how powerful uh, and often unchecked these systems are. And do you want to do the last one real quick? Yeah, absolutely. And the last one, which I think we covered in depth in this episode with uh, Megan Esaheb, is protecting family-based immigration. Um, as far as I know, I don't think there has been any progress on the Reuniting Families Act in, in Congress. And uh, not only has there not been progress, but the executive order signed by Trump um, a couple months ago in April uh, was recently extended for the rest of the year that uh, blocks many people from receiving immigrant visas, especially uh, green cards that uh, allow for family reunification, you know, which is a core theme of this podcast time and time again. Yeah, I see. And I also, this is how I explained it to Paul as we we're kind of talking about this week of action is since we started this podcast, you know, we had, as we mentioned uh, maybe before, you know, we had, we expected this very smooth kind of, we'll just release this story, then this story, then this story. But we released one episode in January, and then suddenly it's the pandemic, and then after that it's the protests. So we've been, uh, if you've been following us, you know that we've been changing our episode order a lot and giving some insight into the pandemic and also police brutality and pretty much everything that has been going on. And this week of action is actually kind of, I see it as a summary a reaction to all of these things at the same time almost, because, I mean, at the core uh, for both immigrant like immigration policy and also for black lives matter you know at the core it's all just dehumanizing of particular ethnic groups or races right so yeah so the first thing which is to make sure that everybody gets the same treatment it should be a no-brainer brainer but it's not under this administration and also um defunding hate and cutting the budgets for cbp and ice uh is kind of a nod to the militarization and incarceration that we see too much in America and protecting family-based immigration is just what we've always been striving for. So um, those are the three things. Those are the three talking points. Uh, I just wanted to move a little bit into what you see when you get on the website because you might be a little bit intimidated. It's a lot of uh, words. So the first thing you'll see is the week of action toolkit. If you go on there, you will find pretty much everything, but the main two things that you can do. The first thing is if you click on a link called digital actions, you'll go to a site where you can just submit your name and address, and then it'll auto generate an email and give you the three uh, representatives. So your congressman and then your two senators. So I did that. It took, you know, two seconds. Um, all you have to do is fill out your name and then fill out what category this would go under. This would probably be going under civil rights, immigration, whatever. Uh, every Each senator or representative has their own category. So you can do that real quick. And other than that, today, July 9th and tomorrow, July 10th are call-in days. So you can find a script on the toolkit um, to call your representative and you can basically just read off the script those are the two main things that you can do. The last thing is to share on social media. So they have some blurbs that you can copy and post. We, we will be sharing the little Instagram squares um, in a little bit and also Twitter blurb in a little bit. But yeah, you can do that. Share it on your story. Yeah, and I think that's about it. We understand that these three things, these three bullet points are not at all simple. They are, they cover so much um, policy at once, uh, you know, COVID defunding law enforcement kind of and then also just general family-based immigration so it covers a lot i think it's more of just making sure that these issues stay in the minds of 
lawmakers. And um, it doesn't take long to do at least just sending out that auto-generated email. So that's the main thing that you can do. And if you want to work, take even more action, there are some tools on the toolkit for how to create an advocacy group among your own community. So that's all I have to say. Do you have anything else to add? I think I would just emphasize that this phenomenon and this strategy that uh, is being used to scapegoat immigrants and just just othering and scapegoating of immigrants in the name of quote unquote you know, fighting against the pandemic and that might seem like a way to justify these measures of uh, blocking immigration, separating families, ramping up these uh, funding and support for these organizations and and agencies like ICE. But I think I would just encourage everybody uh, to read a bit more about what kind of impact these policies actually have. And I think what I've learned is that they're actually antithetical, not only antithetical to, uh, you know, of course, the nation's values, but not very productive in combating the virus. There are plenty of Mm, other things, more productive things that this administration uh, could be doing uh, and and state officials could be doing to mitigate the virus. And I just find it so ironic and sad that, you know, it it used to be that the U.S. was blocking visitors and immigrants from other countries. But now I think it's more and more countries that are blocking U.S. citizens from visiting. So... I was just going to say, I found it so ironic that, what was it that the like Mexico closed the border to us, right? So it was kind of like um, that whole wall that he had been going on off about for so long. It's kind of like, oh, you mean the wall that will protect us from the many, many rising cases? You know, like it's kind of an ironic twist. But basically, uh, go check out this Value Our Families site. Uh, we'll post links again. And also the three main things I guess you can do is one, share um, on your Instagram story, Twitter, or whatever. And the second thing is to fill out the automated generated form for your representatives. And the last thing is to take part in the call in days today and tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get this out today so you can, you will know to do this. Um, yeah. Any last words or just? Uh, one final thing is that I know it's not very uh, natural for me, at least, to call my local representative Mm, or to take action just because it's uh, given the circumstances and and especially talk about these very uh, complex issues and policies. Um, But I I think the only the piece of advice that I've received and uh, I just like to remind myself and everyone is just have it grounded in your personal story, whether it's your family or uh, other people that you know who uh, have been affected by this, just because that reminds me of why this is important in the first place. And and same with the representatives. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I hope you, all of you can join us. Mm-hmm.